Welcome back to Sports Scene. 392-8255. You want to email the program, ask Russell at WRUF.com. As we just mentioned, uh, you got some Facebook questions uh, that you'd like to ask. Just uh, post them up, and uh, our producer, Miss Bree, will uh, make sure that your question, comment, whatever, gets on the air. Well, the Gators played last night, and their next opponent uh, is going to be Alabama. Alabama is playing in Tuscaloosa tonight against Missouri and then come here on Saturday. And Alabama's radio analyst, Brian Passink, now joins us. Brian, welcome. Good to have you. Um, I tell you what, this league, my friend, very, very difficult. Uh, if a Gator fan walks into Exact Tech Arena on Saturday, give us a thumbnail of what you've seen from this Alabama team so far. Well, first of all, thanks for having me on, and I agree with you on the league. It's It's been a heck of a year so far and a great day Saturday in the SEC Big 12 Challenge for the league to do what they did. And obviously uh, Florida and Alabama are two schools that uh, had some big wins in that challenge. I think it sends another message to the country of what's going on in basketball in the Southeastern Conference. So I thought it was a big day from a national respect standpoint, what this league did in November, December, and then on Saturday against uh, another league that was considered to be one of the best in the country. And to do it without the team that's leading the SEC in Auburn, uh, really impressive. But Saturday is a big game uh, for Alabama, obviously for Florida as well. And uh, that's a great question that you ask. What will, they see, what will, will Florida fans see? Uh, when Alabama comes to town. And I think that's also a question Avery Johnson <laughs> asking himself, what, yeah. what Alabama team will show up uh, either tonight at home against Missouri or on Saturday in Gainesville. And I, I would tell you, one, one of the reasons for the ups and downs that Alabama's had this year, and, and you won't hear this from Avery Johnson or his coaching staff or these players, but the, the youth, the inexperience, and the injuries has led to some ups and downs. Alabama's a team that has three wins over top 10 RPI teams right now, uh, beating Rhode Island in the non-conference, uh, Oklahoma on Saturday, and then Auburn a week and a half ago. So this Alabama team is capable of playing with and beating anybody in the country, but because it's on paper the youngest team in school history right now, 348 uh, in terms of experience out of 351 teams and some wow. of the injuries that they've had, uh, this is a team that, that has got talent on it. You've got one of the top players in the country in Colin Sexton. You've got uh, some other talented young players. But with youth comes some highs and lows. So it's been a bit of a roller coaster ride in Tuscaloosa this year. You know, just looking at the schedule, Brian, and I think maybe this goes to your point about youth, it's never easy to win on the road, especially the league being so balanced uh, top to bottom. But, you know, in the league, loss – at Vanderbilt, loss at Georgia, loss at Ole Miss. In those games, has youth been a problem? I think it, it has. And, and again, uh, don't tell Avery I, I said all this because he doesn't like excuses. But uh, as long as, as nobody tells him that I made excuses, I think we'll, we'll be fine. There you go. Uh, but but youth uh, definitely plays a part. This is a, this is 
And, and listen, there's reason for the extreme youth. This was going to be a young team, and youth in college basketball right now is, is not an excuse because that's just the, the day and time that we live in, especially in a power conference, especially when you're trying to recruit like Avery Johnson is and like Mike White is and, and like John Calipari. If you want to be an elite program, you're going to have a lot of young players because some of the top players – as you guys well know, uh, go go early to the NBA. So uh, no reason you can't win with a young team. Uh, but this was going to be a young team that had some very important veterans uh, that are no longer on the team, or, or at least on this year's team, because of injury. Riley Norris, uh, who was a senior captain, has played a lot of basketball for, for Alabama over the years and is this team's blue guy. It's veteran leader, a guy that can shoot the ball. He he's out for the year. Hopefully he'll, he'll get a medical red shirt uh, and be able to come back next year, but had hip surgery. Uh, you've got Dante Hall jr. That missed some time with wrist surgery, Braxton key, an all freshman performer last year in the sec with missed time, missed 10 games with knee surgery. So you go down the list. This is, one of a handful of teams across the country that doesn't have a senior. And when you get on the road, uh, you get in a tough environment. Uh, sometimes you, these young players don't handle adversity as well as some of the veterans. At least that's been my experience in, in watching SEC basketball. But that's something that I think will get better as the year goes on. And, and also, even though there is youth and, and you have had all the injuries that I mentioned, uh, coming into the Oklahoma game on Saturday – this has been uh, the healthiest that Alabama's been in a long time. You, you've got Colin Sexton back from an abdominal strain. He, he missed a couple of games, took some time off from practice, and seems to be uh, as close to 100% as we've seen him in several weeks. Dante Hall, coming back from the wrist surgery, is now able to actually shoot the ball uh, with his right hand. Not an easy thing to do when you, you have wrist surgery on your shooting hand, uh, but he's looking closer to 100%. Braxton Key who uh, missed the first 10 games of the year, really uh, struggled coming back from a meniscus tear and knee surgery, and he's looking more and more like his old self. So I, I would think that Alabama is getting healthy at the right time. The schedule uh, is never easy in the SEC, especially this year, but the schedule is about to get more difficult. So it's good news for Avery Johnson uh, and this Alabama team that they're starting to feel more and more healthy. Brian, when, when Alabama is healthy – and its cylinders are all running, what are some of the strengths of this team and, 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 and weaknesses that you see as well? Well, a strength, the, the guy that, that it starts with with Alabama's Colin Sexton, one of the top players in the country, a guy that uh, I hope he stays. I'd love for him to, to stay for a couple of years, but uh, he, he'll have the opportunity to be a one-and-done and, and a potential top 10 pick. You had 57 NBA scouts in Tuscaloosa on Saturday to watch the matchup between Trey Young and Colin Sexton. And uh, Colin played really well, played within himself. But uh, you won't find a, a more explosive player in the country. A guy can really get to the basket. He's still learning uh, when, when to take it in and, and when to uh, try to play within himself. He did that against Oklahoma, but, but has NBA-level explosiveness uh, he, he's somebody that, that can score. And, and even though he's um, a, a point guard who, who uh, takes it sometimes on his own, he's an unselfish player that will find open teammates. Uh, so it starts there 
with Alabama. And then you've got some other young players like John Petty who could knock down open threes. He was a top 25 national player coming out of Huntsville, Alabama. Could have gone anywhere in the country. And fortunately for us, he decided to come to Tuscaloosa. And he's someone that has been up and down from the three-point line. But when he's knocking down shots, it makes this Alabama team uh, much more dangerous. And what this team has gotten back to since the, the Vanderbilt trip and, and the Georgia trip, which did not go well for Alabama, they got back to what Avery Johnson's teams did really well in his first couple of years, and that's playing on the defensive end with toughness and rebounding the ball and making it difficult on their opponent. And, and you know, sometimes the shots go in, sometimes they don't, but he wanted this team to be consistent on the defensive end of the floor, and they've done that, and that's one of the reasons for uh, this turnaround. I'll leave you with two last questions, Brian. You know, Anthony Grant's a personal friend, and I sure wanted him to do well. It just didn't work out at Alabama. Has Avery sort of re-energized Alabama basketball? Is that a fair statement? Yeah, and an understatement, I would say. The the excitement around this program, uh, we really haven't seen it since the days of the Plaid Palace and Wimp Sanderson uh, in the early 90s. I mean, Mark Godfrey certainly had his moments taking Alabama to the Elite Eight and winning the SEC title in 2002. Uh, but the electricity in Coleman Coliseum on Saturday uh, was as, as good as it gets in college basketball. And we've seen that over the course of the last couple of years. Alabama has set attendance records uh, in the last few years under Avery Johnson because the fan base is so excited about what he's building, the energy uh, that he brings personally with, with his personality and, and the types of players he's trying to bring, bring in. Alabama right now is averaging at home just under 14,000 fans per game. And they're not just coming, they're loud, and, it, and it's turning Coleman Coliseum into one of the better atmospheres in college basketball. So this Alabama basketball fan base, in my opinion, uh, is underrated because it gets compared to football. Uh, but they are hungry for a winner, and they can they can feel it, and they can start to to smell it and taste it a little bit under Avery Johnson. So there's an, a lot of excitement around this program. All right, Brian. Final question. Um, I know you know 68 percent or so from the line. You mentioned Avery really stressing defense. Um, intangibles on this team. Good rebounders. Where does that sit? Well. This team doesn't rebound as well as uh, last year's team. You lost uh, some guys that were known as defenders and rebounders, and you've replaced them with with some guys that I think are much better on the offensive end. But I think because of the focus and trying to get back to those things that, 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 that the program and the team did well over the last few years, you've got guys stepping up like Dante Hall, uh, the 6'9 junior is one of the most improved players in the SEC. He's doing it on both ends. The, the Ohio State transfer, Daniel Giddens, uh, 6'9, 255 pounds, a bruiser on the insides, getting more minutes and starting to be comfortable. And he's doing a good job rebounding the ball. So you've got those guys. Dazon Ingram uh, has, has been a stat sheet stuffer. He's doing it all right now on both ends of the floor. He's defending at a high level. He's one of the top rebounding guards in the country. And this team, when they defend and rebound, uh, the that's their calling card. That's what they want to focus on each and every night. But I'll tell you, uh, those areas have been much better at home than they have been on the road, and that's one of the reasons Alabama wants to change things away from Coleman Coliseum. Okay, Missouri tonight for the Tide, and then they'll come into Gainesville on Saturday to take on the Gators. Brian, I always appreciate you taking time to talk to us. Thank you.
Yeah, appreciate you having me on. You got it. Thank you a lot, Brian. Good guy. Does a good job for the Alabama Crimson Tide. Their radio analyst, Brian Passink. Uh, unless we get a guest that we're not expecting today, the rest of the time it's us. I still haven't had a call about the NFL and the Alex Smith trade. Haven't had any NBA calls today. Uh, and I'm shocked we haven't had as many Gator calls as I thought we would have today. So plenty of time to call, email, Facebook Live. Want to hear from you. It's 1245. Time check brought to you by Hayes Prestige Jewelry, where the answer is always yes. ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.